I, I, I maybe I did play just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. Welcome back to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, we're back at it here, and we got Frank's power play. Go ahead, Frank. You weren't ready? What's going on, Frank? Sorry about that. Uh, But anyways, so we'll start off by saying the conference finals are underway and already set, and who's in there? From the east, you have the Tampa Bay Lightning, who eliminated the Boston Bruins in five games against the Washington Capitals, who finally got that monkey off their back known as David the Man of God Harris's Pittsburgh Penguins with a 2-1 to one overtime win in Game 6 in Pittsburgh, nonetheless. It was Evgeny Kuznetsov who scored the goal heard around the world, as I'll call it. Hit, and that ended any hopes that the Penguins had of a Pat Riley three-peat. Now, We'll talk about David's team for a minute as this is kind of, uh, this is some hot take theater from the Pittsburgh media. Ron Cook of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He basically said the Penguins are taking this failure to their graves. And I kind of look at it and said, hey, oh, they lost because they were expected to win a third straight cup this year. Well, which, by the way, is very, very difficult in hockey to win three straight yeah, cups. Yeah, it is. Back to back's difficult, but I would say the Stanley Cup is probably one of the most difficult uh, championships to win in pro sports. Yeah, and, and I mean it was. And the problem was, I mean, guys from the Penguins just got hot shut down. I mean, Sidney Crosby didn't have a great night in Game Six. He did have, he had an assist in the game. Wasn't Malkin out too? Uh, Evgeny Malkin did play. Mm-hmm. He only had one he shot, injured, one shot on net. Hat and of course Jake Gensel, who had become a playoff hero for the Penguins in the last couple of seasons, did not do uh, squat diddly poo poo in Game Five or Six. Squat diddly poo poo. Okay, mm-hmm. we got the verbiage here. Wow, Frank. Squat so, diddly poo poo. I'll, I'll put that in the after further review uh, archives. Yeah. I mean, and I and I did, uh, I did ask David for some of his thoughts. I have to go to my Twitter and right and regurgitate stuff. Make sure you go to Frank's Twitter. What is your uh, Twitter, Frank? You can follow, my personal Twitter is at under at Frank underscore Vagner. Aren't you in the Don Johnson suit in that one, or is that I on your SoundCloud? Uh, that's on my SoundCloud page. Oh, this okay. is the one I'm holding the uh, state championship trophy for uh, Dundee that, Wrestling. The state, all oh, the state, because I remember the the trophies don't look alike. They look alike from district champs to state champs. So. I didn't know if you were posing. 
No. So what did what did David say? This you you. you now he said he basically said the better team ended up winning. That's true. Hitting that one, I mean, it's tough to a three-peat, but of course, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Jim Rutherford, Penguins GM, decides to shake the tree a little bit. Hit, hit. I mean, I've heard rumors that they could possibly get in the John Tavares sweepstakes, but they're really going to have to do a lot of moving around in order to do so, and I don't really think that would be a good thing, hey, especially having a lot committed to your centers as we've got the vacuum going for the Penguins. Yeah, that, there we go. That that's what the, that's the immediate future of the Penguins is right there is that vacuum. Yes, cleaning out uh, PPG Paints Arena. <laughs> so, oh, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the off season and what Rutherford does. I it's not. I don't think Mike Sullivan, their head coach, is in any danger at all. Uh, but I think you will see some per, some small personnel changes is here and there. There as they look to get back to contending for a cup. Like what changes, Frank? I think. Well, I think a lot of their free agents. I'm not. We'll see if uh, they. I mean, like I mentioned, John Tavares. Them possibly getting in those sweepstakes, they would have. But they'd have to probably move somebody like Phil Kessel, well, who's got a hefty contract. And who knows if they go after, they shake up their blue line a little bit. And there's some people who want Chris Letang gone because he had kind of a rough series. He's and. And of course, Matt Murray. Of course, Matt Murray has not really been the unicorn that we saw the last couple of playoff runs for the Penguins. So, I mean, I think he's still going to be their guy going forward. But it'll be interesting to see if they bring in another veteran just to kind of give him a breather during the regular season. It's going to be interesting to watch as we head into June and July. Just think, the Caps were up 1-0 in the conference finals, uh, yeah, and then in the first round they were down 2-0. And Ovechkin said he guaranteed that the Columbus Blue Jackets would not win another game, and he came through, and yes. then he even beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's Ovi, baby. Yeah. Did the NHL promote that? Um, no. They, they no, don't. No, no, no. They, I and, mean, I, and I heard most of the games are going to be on the NBC Sports Network. How Now, it didn't, you, now you, it's funny you do mention that. Mm-hmm. I did. I actually, there was some something on Twitter the other night. It was from... Uh, a tweet from uh, Greg Krupa of the Detroit News. Well, it's actually, he quoted a tweet from Brad Galley of WXYZ Channel 7 in Detroit. He said that CBC Studio shows one of the best in North American sports on TV. And great insight from analyst Kelly Rudy. CBC? Yes. What, do you know what channel that's on? That would be Channel 9. Well, I know it's Channel 9, Frank, but where is it here locally? On Buckeye, I want to say I want to say it's. Uh, you see, you don't even know off the top. I want to say it's fifty nine. Sorry, I don't. I don't. I only go HD only. It might be six fifty nine. No, I that's think. the History Channel. Okay, well, I I, I know that some might be six twenty five. I think. It's yeah, I th- yeah, I think you're right. Right, yeah. right. But see, once again, it, it, it's all flutterness. Like tomorrow, we know the King versus the Celtics is on Sunday ABC at three thirty. When are we going to watch uh, uh, the Winnipeg Jets? Well, since you ask, they will be on against the Vegas Golden Knights tonight uh, at on. 7 o'clock on NBC, Channel 24 in Toledo. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So, good. They'll be on NBC. Fine. Okay, good. Yes. At 10.30, though. 
No, it'll be it'll be at seven o'clock. Oh, seven o'clock. Yeah, because yeah, last week wasn't there a big game last week, and they didn't show it on the regular uh, network. I'm trying to think. Yes, it would have. It would have been. I think it was uh, Predators and Jets. Right, exactly. And they decided not to show that on the NBC network because they decided to go with Saturday Night Live. Yeah, because they well because they had the Kentucky Derby, then uh-huh. they had the had Caps and Pens following that, and then yeah. 9.30 was uh, Preds and Jets. Yeah, they which... should have went to that game. But instead, they said, we're going to cut that programming, cut it short, because we don't want nothing to run into Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. Yeah, but anyways, continuing on with other series. Over in the West, the matchup is set between the Winnipeg Jets, who have advanced to the fir- for the conference finals for the first time ever mm-hmm. in franchise history. A.K.A. the Atlanta Thrashers. This isn't your mom and dad's Jets. You are absolutely right. This, I mean, they have got, seemed to have exercised their demons of the past. And also, this is the, the original Winnipeg Jets never made it this far either. True. So that that's true. something to consider. And they're going against the Vegas Golden Knights. Which I think is rigged. I think someone should go out there on Twitter and say that this is rigged. Because they basically knew that no one was going to watch the Golden Knights if they were sorry. And now they're in the conference finals. How does an expansion team get to the conference finals? Well, I'll just go ahead and say what I've been saying with teams that are start are starting to build from the ground up. You have the right people in the right places to make the right moves. Do you think that some people were left unprotected intentionally to have them be pretty decent? I'm not so sure about that. I mean, there there were some players that had to get that teams had to couldn't protect because they had younger guys they wanted to keep, like James Neal, for instance, the Predator. I don't think the pre- the Predators would have had to risk losing some of their other guys like. Uh, they're younger guys in their system, so they exposed him. I mean, Mark Andre Fleury, he uh, he who uh, I it was pretty obvious that they were going to take him as a goalie because the pe- the Penguins weren't going to expose Matt Murray after he won two cups for them. Right, that would have been bad. But some others, like I think Florida, ended up uh, agreeing for them to take uh, two players just for I forget. The reason why uh, Jonathan Marchessault and Riley Smith and Marchessault has had a heck of a season. Uh-huh. But also, well, a guy like Will Carlson, who was their leading scorer, he was, they, they also, he was actually traded there as part of a deal so they could take David Clarkson's contract off the Columbus Blue Jackets' hands because they had to reach the cap floor. And Carlson only had like six goals the previous season with the Jackets. He ends up hitting forty, which no nobody saw that coming. Oh, okay, yeah. Just so, like I mean, the Pistons didn't see Donovan Mitchell's potential. Okay, I get it. Yeah, so I mean, you could you kind of put it that way. So I mean, it's de- but I mean, it's definitely a good story how they come from the ground up again. Also, and also having some great people in the right places, like GM George McPhee, head coach Gerard Gallant. Uh, it's not like they were getting some humbuddy who was a complete. Failure of a GM somewhere like like they didn't pluck Dave Nonis up who was a failure in Toronto and Vancouver. What about the the, the, the Red Wings GM? What if they would have picked him up? You think they would have? He was, uh, unfortunately Holland was still under contract, but we'll see what happens when his con. As I mentioned, he's been a candidate to take the Seattle gig, which his contract will have expired by then. But so Jets and. And Knights, I think that that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a good series. I mean, every time I seem to pick against Vegas, 
they win. Uh, I'm just not. I'm just not so sure that the magic is going to continue because Winnipeg. This is a team that all but I'd say in their last game, all but four of their guys who were active that night were drafted. Hit by high the Jets. And the guys that weren't were uh, Paul Stastny, Dustin Bufflin, Blake Wheeler, and Bufflin Tyler won Myers. Won a cup with the, the, the yes. Blackhawks in 2010, I believe. Yeah, and I mean Blake. I think Blake Wheeler. He was no, he wouldn't have been with the uh, with the Bruins when they won a cup. I know he had got plenty of experience there. Tyler Myers had been in Buffalo. But the thing is, though, is if people are going to watch this, I mean, the, the Jets and Golden Knights is a good story. But let's say the Jets advance and Tampa Bay advances to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's a snoozer. Well, maybe you want Golden Knights in the Caps. I mean, Ovi baby in Los. I Vegas. know, I know. I mean, but it all goes back to what we said. In the United States, NBC does a bleep poor job of marketing. Canada, as I mentioned, in Canada, it's different. I mean, you're going to get people watching no in, matter what in yeah. Canada, especially if Winnipeg makes it. Yeah, because no Canadian team has won a cup since '93 when it was the Canadians. Right, and they can't, can't, you know a lot of Canadians. You hear this, especially we'll talk about this in the NBA segment with the Raptors and everything. They feel that America disrespects them, no. like we well, see them as America Junior. Well, not not me. I mean, not I re- you. But yeah, overall, I, I, re- a chip I respect. On I there's respect talent sh- when I see it. Right, but there's a chip on the shoulder for a lot of Canadian fans. And, you know, people say, well, it's not a great destination for free agents. It's cold up there. And, uh, you know, they, they feel that Americans are kind of arrogant. But the, I mean, most of the, the world thinks that we're arrogant and that, you know, they probably would want to stick it to us to get a cup. And you're right. Some Canadians think the NHL game is the Canadian game. And if the Canadian teams haven't won since 93, over two decades, 20 silver anniversary of the Canadians winning with Patrick Waugh in the net. I think the Winnipeg Jets fans want to, you know, but the NHL overall, though, do they really want Winnipeg in the finals? Eh. Well, there's a star power. Uh, I mean, you have, you've got young stars like Jacob Truba, Patrick Laine. That's Patrick Laine is somebody they should be marking because I have said time and time again, he is the second coming of Timu Solani. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. I see that, a now lot. That's huge, Frank. That is very I mean, huge. Solani was one of Solani was like one of the best Finnish-born player to ever play in the NHL, and I see a lot of similarities between Line A and Solani. Okay, and it's like, why are you not promoting this NHL? What about um, now? Who's a star where the women will throw their panties at? <laughs> I would say th- you got to be a panty-dropping star if you want to get ratings. <laughs> Pro- I would probably. Ha- I, I I'm tempted to say Line A, but unfortunately he's off the market. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, even though he's still on the market, you got the women that flock to watch because usually most people, casual fans, aren't going to watch. But you got to give a like Ovechkin is a panty dropping star, even though even though he is married. It don't matter. I mean, uh-huh. Frank. I mean, it's, the women are still going to drop their panties no matter what. I mean, now it's up to him to say no, like drugs. But at the same time, though, we're trying to get ratings and eyeballs on the TV here. Yeah. I, I, I kind of get what you're, you know, but we'll keep going. Yeah. go on to some other some news around hockey. There was an American Hockey League game that was the longest in history between... 94 saves, I heard. Yes, between the Lehigh Valley Phantoms of the Charlotte Checkers, the AHL affiliates of the Philadelphia Flyers and Carolina Hurricanes. The Lehigh what? Valley Checkers. Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Phantoms. I thought you said Checkers. The Charlotte Checkers. The Charlotte Checkers. Like rallies and stuff like that? <laughs> that stuff or no? Uh, not sure how they got their name. Okay. But it was... 
It was a game that was decided after about, I believe it was five, uh, seven, oh, five overtimes and more. It was over at about one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it was Alex Krzyzewski, I hope I said that right, scored the game-winning goal for the Phantoms. And it was netminder Alex Lyon who stopped 94 shots. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, he was probably feeling that that after, that for a while. And what, 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 after that game, what was the series? And I didn't really get to read all the stories. All here. right. Well, I'll have to bring up the article from M Live. Uh-huh. Right, real quick, but it was definitely definitely it was the longest game in uh, Calder Cup playoffs history. Hey, and of course, it, hey, it was it would have been. Uh, See, as actually gave Lehigh Valley a three to one series lead. Really? Yes. Okay. And of course, it was ten years after the previous longest game, which oddly enough was also on a fi- between the affiliates of the Flyers and the Hurricanes when Phil um, uh, when they defeat when uh, I believe it was when Philadelphia when the Flyers team was in Philly at the time and they beat Albany in a 3-2 game that was just about four minutes shorter and it took 82-58 of overtime time to complete that one and some other news going on I guess and file this under the somebody with too much time on their hands Wikipedia bandits keep changing uh, Nevada State Flower to the flower, mm-hmm. Mark Andre Fleury. Oh, okay. Which uh, I mean, it's it's kind of it's it's a cute story and all, but come <laughs> on, let's. Uh, not, he's not the state flower. Nothing, nothing against Fleury though. He's been phenomenal. I think if Vegas wins the cup, he's gonna win the Cod Smythe Trophy. Nice. He, and of course, some news on the front office front. As and this is the least surprising news, the Toronto Maple Leafs have promoted. Kyle Dubas to general manager. He takes over after Lou Lamorello's contract expired, which I'm, this was no this is no surprise to me because I figured when I heard about Dubas and they had Lamorello in charge, I'm thinking, you know what? When he decides to hang it up, Dubas is going to be the guy to take over. Uh-huh. And Dubas is actually one of the younger guys too. I think he's only in his he's only in his early 30s Got one of the smart power play two minutes one of the smartest guys in the NHL I think I think he's gonna do a great job in Toronto oh and of course that will essentially wrap it up for my power play on this Saturday the 12th day of May in the year of our Lord 2018 make sure you watch uh, Jets Golden Knights game one on NBC tonight. I'm promoting it for you since the NBC does not want to. Or where, just where, was, uh, where was uh, game one for the Caps? Oh, yes. Well, be, oh, yes. I forgot about that. Where, 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 are they, where, where do they have that their... ga- Game one between the Lightning and Capitals was last night. The Capitals came away a 4-2 winner, jumped out to a 4-0 lead after two periods. In fact, I think the game cha- the moment in that one where it changed as I was watching it at a, at a restaurant last night. Hi. Nikita Kucherov appeared to have scored a game-tying goal, but it was waved off by a too-many-men-on-the-ice penalty. So, and then on the ensuing power play, who else but Mr. Ovechkin scored to put him up 2-0, and that was pretty much it. Uh, goaltender Andre Vasilevsky was benched to start the third period, replaced by Louis Domingue. 
So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see if the Lightning can bounce back. They didn't play very well in Game One against the Bruins, so that's something that's going to be interesting to see if they can bounce back and see if Washington can keep the momentum going. And Game Two will be Sunday night on NBC Sports Network at eight o'clock. Sports Network. Yes. Okay. Not on the regular network, Sports Network. Yes. And well, that'll do it for you, Frank, here on this power play? Yep, that'll do it on... Nice, Frank. And we end with the siren. Instead of starting with the siren. <laughs> that was Frank's power play. Oh, good job, Frank, man. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I actually enjoyed that power play from you as uh, you really was insightful and everything like that. Uh, coming up next, though, we're going to get into some NBA playoffs, and uh, it's, it's been interesting. The King moves on. He pretty much made uh, the Raptors look like the baby dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, and I've been waiting to see, jo- hear jokes about how uh, Raptors ownership has ceded ownership to the King. Uh, also, uh, did you see my Facebook uh, 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 picture? Um, I don't think I don't think I did. I'd have to look that up. Yeah. Oh, you missed it. It was uh, it was basically LeBron with De- Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry as his kids. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I posted one of him holding the broom, saying the Raptors got LeBroomed. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well. Yep. We'll take a quick commercial break. Got done with the power play. Coming up next, NBA basketball.